<laughs> Do you not trust me? No, I don't. Not that you're not good at sound stuff, but I'm just, I'm more anal than you. Yeah. So do you want to give And you some- love a bit of anal too, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, no, no. no. Okay. She's only tried it once. She no, it baby, very stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> on my pregnancy podcast, I, I, I joked, I was obviously feeling a bit like, you know, free yesterday on my own because the baby was very sleeping. And I bought these Kegel balls. Uh-huh. And I made a joke about just why I'm trying the Kegel balls. It was just so wrong to do. It, just making a dirty joke on your own <laughs> just feels so depressing. Totally, totally. Anyway, um, yeah, here no, we I, are. Apologies. Um, apologies. Don't Jesse does not enjoy anal. Okay, I'm, I take like, it back. But if you, like, Bibi, that's making assumptions that if you try, like, let's just stop talking about this. Stop talking about anal. Good for you if you talk- like it. Bibi. Good for you if you don't. Okay, okay. We're here to talk about... Um, an update on our lives yeah and we're both very excitingly wearing skims skims by kimberly kim the lovely kimberly kimberly kimball Kimball. so jesse um got her skims first we order them independently of each other um clearly the uh kardashian sort of propaganda machine has worked has fucking worked yes because we i would never have ordered skims but suddenly on my tiktok page it's just filled with people trying on skims saying that they're like the best things ever etc etc so how old are skims i feel like she's had the company for like five years hasn't she but do you think they've rebranded so with this new series do you think that this is like their mission now to to get skims out there no because kim has been like she has been taking skims very seriously and doing like all of the campaigns and stuff for a while i just feel like now the kardashian like kim especially has become cooler Again. Mm. Oh, yeah. With Pete Davidson, with... Mm. With her blonde, you know, like, Marilyn Monroe thing that was actually quite fucked up. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, there's a new intrigue and interest in her. Plus, I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, um, in terms of beauty standards, right, there's now becoming a little bit more of an emphasis on, like, the bimbofication. Have you heard of this? No. Bimbofication. I think there's like a, a new um, interest in like Pamela Anderson because of the show about her. And, mm, which um, was awful, sorry. <laughs> and uh, like this kind of heightened girliness and Kim really represents that. So people yeah. are like really leaning into the Skims aesthetic and and, and, and buying loads of shit on TikTok. And yeah. it worked well, on me. I, I, it worked on me because in the first episode when she's having her styling fitting for NSL, SNL, 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 um, she has a bra on and I just Googled it. I, mm-hmm. I said that, I think, in the last one. But, yes, mine arrived. It's It was very tiny. And it I couldn't, because I just had this um, package delivered from Seraphine and I got also a black one from Seraphine. I, at first, mixed them up, which shows that, you know, they're not that dissimilar. But um, they are very different bras when, when I try them on. This is probably, this. I would happily wear this as a non-maternity bra. This would I would class this as a sexy bra. Really? Yeah, I would. You I would. wouldn't put it in the class of sexy bra, surely. I think so. I think this is going to be one that I get out for a special occasion. Oh, my. <laughs> and also, what's great about maternity bra, oh, you can whip out the boot. Yeah, and then it's like a dominatrix effect. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> here it is. No, it's not. Take it away. So it's you can't see right now because I'm wearing the baby as we're doing this podcast, and that's why you might hear some sniffles. But um, he, yeah, I've got cleavage. Oh my god! Yeah. I love it. He's enjoying he's, it. His face is right in it, right? Exactly. Now. And he's thinking, "Thank God, thank God, I got such a sexy mama." 
Um, uh, it's so exciting. It's Thursday. I know. Oh, my God. And I'm, why are you excited? Just because Thursday's a nice day, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was because it's a new episode of the Kardashians. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's also a big bonus. Maybe yeah. we can watch that together after. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. So my skin's arrived. And yours is a top. Yeah. So I've heard that the ribbed tank top is the most flattering top ever it kind of like you have to get it in a smaller size than you are and it like whoop sculpts you up do they say to get it in a smaller size yeah this is what all the girls on tiktok are saying oh right um and i also got the the bodysuit so the sculpting (laughs) bodysuit and i got it in small or maybe extra small or something like that it arrived it literally looked like a baby's ballerina leotard it actually uh, like it was it was smaller than my my hand so I had to lie down on the floor and like jiggle into it to get it is this to wear under clothes yeah it's to wear under clothes it's to get the Kim K shape but to be honest I gotta say I was a little bit disappointed I think that the material is a lot thinner mm. than I was expecting I thought it was going to be some incredibly sculpting whatever it's basically just like Spanx but it's even thinner than Spanx Mm. I don't know I feel a little bit I feel a little bit conned if I'm being really honest it's just amazing though that the I remember it during sixth form being so ashamed when I would go to M&S and get these disgusting huge pants because I thought you know this is way before Spanx and way before well not Spanx were available but way before it was shapewear is now a mainstream thing that's sexy and cool I just how lucky really for girls right now that they can do stuff that makes them feel good and is accessible yeah and you don't have to do it secretly and go into the the old ladies bit of m&s and yeah. feel like just like just so depressed with your just feeling shit about yourself well it's true because i also feel like especially at that time in the noughties um when you're a teenager it's like the standard was just that you had to be naturally stick thin yeah and and the smaller the nicker the better yeah the smaller the nicker the better oh my god <laughs> The smaller the nicker, the better. Which um, is like... Whereas it's, it's quite cool. I feel like... Ugh, I mean, the Kardashians are just so complex because you, you really can't praise them too much without, like, seeming like an idiot because obviously they do yeah. represent so much unhealthy stuff. But... I think in terms of... It's not that we're praising them. It's just they're the figures right now that are the that, that kind of showcase where we are in society. Exactly. They, they perfectly represent that. And I was telling Jesse about this, that... Um, I'm obviously on TikTok and, you know, part of the the, the Generation Z, right? Technically. Yes. I'm clinging onto it for dear life. I mean, I'm barely. But still, I, I've i noticed that there's now a resurgence in um, what's being called indie sleaze. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. Um, it's kind of uh, an aesthetic that's based on the kind of Kate Moss, messy nightlife, lots of messy eyeliner, not like drinking green juices, like the clean girl aesthetic that's been really popular. It's about like being fun and sexy and messy. But what's interesting is that sounds like a lot more low maintenance. <laughs> Literally the opposite of me, fun, sexy and messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's What's interesting about it, that sounds carefree, that sounds low maintenance, but all of the pictures that are like the sort of inspo pics for it are all, again, stick thin women from the noughties, from like the Heat magazine era. And even the Kardashians, some people, if you follow this TikTok account called Kardashian Colloquium, she is this genius who kind of um, like talks about cultural theory and, and pop culture, but uses the Kardashians as like a lens. And she thinks that they represent where society is at. Like you just said, mm. the Kardashians are getting their BBLs supposedly removed. Mm. They're like, I mean, Kim bragged about losing 16 pounds for the Met Gala. Yeah. Um, and if they can spend all of this money on surgery and then get it taken away, what does it mean for the women who 
have spent like their life savings going to get a BBL and now suddenly it's not the trendy thing anymore. I find yeah, it quite fascinating. so sad, yeah. And also, you know, shapewear is basically just corsetry, isn't it? Like, yeah, definitely. It's well, just it's, another form of co- like women. It's cheating. Yeah, it's it's it's. Well, it it's not cheating. It's a, it's a way of getting something for for free. Yeah. which is what they kind of symbolise as well. Yeah, They're, they've got uh, their entire lives uh, basically through Kim's sex tape. Yeah, they've managed to just luck out. Yeah, so they want. It seems like also with their new relationships, like Pete Davidson and um, Travis. Yeah, and. Th- they want their cake and eat it. They want. They want. They want it all. Yeah. They want to be able to have the most amazing marriage and have as many marriages as they need and want, as many kids as they need and want, as many businesses as they need and want. The the bodies that can get you know bigger and smaller as they need and want. The faces as they need and want. It's it's like they want to prove that they are all powerful. But also in kind every of single way. immortal. Do you know exactly, what I mean? it's and like, they are. It's it's you're so right. It's, and also, it, if uh, what I just find so crazy is that. They are almost immortal and untouchable mm. in their image. Yeah. So they they're so perfect to look at all yeah. of them now, and I know it's due to surgery and lighting and everything. But then you think, where's Rob? Yeah. What's yeah. he doing? Yeah. Oh my God, they kicked him. They kicked him off. And why? You what know, going what's on going on with this sock company? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it would be so nice to capitalize on their power for them and show reality yeah. and show up they think they're showing reality yeah they're like oh we're just eating our salad and mm, with a mm, plastic fork mm. why do they have to eat out of little plastic fork? you know how they used to eat out their salad mm. i don't understand that that really bothered me <laughs> um, but you know like why do they have to show us their their at home selves but in the glossy way. Yeah, well, like, I mean, they're still wearing a full face of makeup when they're, like, doing their, their when they're not glam. I found it so interesting when, in the latest episode, um, Courtney was saying that, you know, it was so nice that her mum and sisters had um, remembered to, like, invite people to do her glam. Yes. Because she hadn't thought to do her glam. But it's like, she looked lovely Amazing. anyway. So it's like, it's, it's about this additional layer is of superficiality, but then... That's their way of life now, to constantly be presentable and yeah. perfect. Yeah, so I can't wait to watch the latest episode. Yeah, and also I think that we should employ that a little bit with our lives and have, you know, a day where we're like, fuck it, we have absolutely nothing on. Let's do some Let's glam. Let's do some glam. Let's do some fucking this glam. This is also something I wanted to talk about. I just feel like my sound is way less than yours. I'm now paranoid that we're such amateurs. Am I black or red? I'm, I'm red. You're red. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Um, Remember, it's going to sound weirder to you because you've got the headphones on, so you're hearing both yourself and you're hearing clever, also the audio. because you sound great. So, exactly, that's how I felt last oh, time. Great. So, if you give me the headphones for a little bit as well. Okay, cool. Um, well, I want to save that, actually, for talking about the... in this. We're, we're going to do... Our next episode is going to be about social media anxiety, but let me try and remember what I was going to say. Yeah. About... Um, I actually already forgot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyway, BB cooked for me last night. I did. This is actually the first time she's ever cooked for me other than a cake. Yeah. yeah. And it was lovely. <laughs> okay. But this is this is what's slightly ridiculous. So I um so um our mum is staying with Jessie um to help her with the baby while Alfie's away. And um I just was wondering about, you know, supper time, what what, what you guys are making and turns out that Jessie's been cooking for my mum her, her Some lovely, nights we had your you medley. My vegetable assortment <laughs> <laughs> with beans. My my vegan my vegan meal that's yeah. 
the shittier version of what Alfie makes me, uh-huh. which is basically just beans and vegetables, but he makes it really nice. And that's what you basically made me. Um, but I did try cooking it for, for our mum recently, and I did for about four nights in a row. And I thought, oh, my God, this is so nice because – you know, she's so used to, you know, having the way she eats her dinner and the way I eat dinner. It's, it's, it, I don't know. We're not like foodie No, people. we're not foodie people. We're very, like, we, we like one thing. Yeah. <laughs> we keep it as yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, on the, the reason why I haven't cooked for it since, cooked for her since is because she told me it was too salty and I really did not respond well. She, like, notices <laughs> the salt in anything. She'll, like, take a bite of an apple and she'll be like, oh, there's a lot of sugar in that, you know? <laughs> But, and I said, it's a stock cube. Yeah. It's, obviously, it's a low-salt stock cube. <laughs> um, so basically, I just thought um, it would be nice if I came over and, and, and cooked. So um, there's this amazing curry recipe that me and Harisha make all the time, but obviously Jessie doesn't eat chicken. So um, I substituted it with chickpeas. And it was Phoebe sounds delish. like she's never had a chickpea before. In her life. I just never cooked with chickpeas before. Like, I like chickpeas, but I never cooked with them, so I didn't know how to do it. But anyway, it turned out great. And chickpeas are cheap. Yeah, really cheap. 65p a can. Mm. Gorge. Um, it really did make me think, because just taking out the chicken, it became a vegan mm. meal. And it was like, wow. My you God, should get that's... the organic chickpeas, because they're like triple the size of a normal chickpea. Really? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That is weird. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with that. Um, anyway, uh, it turned out delish. Um, it's a really easy, simple meal. And then I made it for my mom. I made it for me. I made it for Jessie. <laughs> and it was already stressful because, as you know, if you have a baby, eating suddenly is an intelligence test. Yeah. So you have to have food that's easy to eat. Yeah. And you have to eat when the baby's sleeping. The problem is, if you're breastfeeding on demand, your baby is basically on you the entire time. So I've managed to crack it now where I have a window. And also, you've got to think about when you want to have dinner. And that doesn't line up with where the baby wants you to have dinner. Exactly. And I've not quite cracked it. So last night, as Bibi had finished making the dinner, I just got uh, Becca out of the bath and thought, okay, this would be the perfect time. But obviously, then he started crying, so I had to feed him. So then my mum and Bibi were waiting for me it's just awkward also because you want to be like no eat eat but also the bitch in me wants to be like don't eat oh my until God. I eat <laughs> if we took a bite I just know the mood would change like fucking day to night so uh, we, we didn't touch it and then finally you got ready you took one bite and you <laughs> said it was the spiciest thing that you've ever eaten no I didn't say it. I just said I'm I just I, I said I'm I sorry made, I can't eat this yeah it's just like fucking after I'd made all of this all uh, of it I no, I totally don't mind and I totally get it. You just know that if you're breastfeeding, anything you eat gets to the baby. So when you said, how spicy do you want it? I was like, don't, no spice. No, you didn't say <laughs> no spice. You didn't say no spice. You just said not very spicy. I said not very spicy because of the baby. No, you didn't say because of the baby. Okay, well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you just meant that you didn't like super spicy food. No, I do tend to like really spicy food. Not, But it turns out, BB. <laughs> Phoebe likes it spicy. It really wasn't that, that spicy. Was the, that was the spiciest thing I've eaten in probably a decade. No. Like over a decade. That's crazy. Yeah, so you obviously have a very strong tongue. I think it's probably because I eat like a lot of Szechuan food, which yeah. is really, really spicy. I love how you say you said that so much. Szechuan. Szechuan. You said since last night, you said that I eat a lot of Szechuan food like 15 times because it does make you sound very cool. It does. It does. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> You should see my pantry, okay? It's stocked to the fucking nines so with Szechuan ingredients. It was very, very nice. It's just that I would have then not slept all night. And so the, the spice would have come through your breast yeah, milk. It goes through it immediately. That's why you think, think about it. Like, that's why you can't drink when you're breastfeeding. 
You can't drink at all. You can't drink. You, if you have a glass of wine, they say, which is ridiculous, they say you have to wait um, two to three hours before you're allowed to feed the baby again. Bloody and that's hell. just with wine. So, and I didn't realise that, to be honest. It's not like I obviously am a big drinker of fine wines. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a glass before Alfie left. And then I Googled it. And the weird thing is, because obviously you go nine months without drinking, well, basically. Um, and then you think, oh, I can have a glass of wine. I was lightheaded after having a glass of wine. Oh. And then I had this panic because then I had to wait for two hours. And then, and then obviously you can't wait for two hours if you've got... So anyway, it's fine. But the, think about it. That's why you can't... Anything you eat, basically, it's really gross when you read baby books and stuff because they say, what, you're eating? The baby's eating too. And it's like, oh, no, gross. he's not. No, 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 no. I don't know anything about that. I'm not... Oh, my God, that makes me feel like a baby. I know. Like a mother bird feeding yes. a baby bird. Yuck, like yuck, a starling. Yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah, so it's Anyway, I was gross. a little bit offended that Jessie didn't eat my I gorgeous, loved it, though. That's my yeah. food. That's your, your... I love that. That's yeah. my... So you can cook for me when I'm not breastfeeding, mm-hmm. which won't be about four and a half years. <laughs> but also, it really wasn't that spicy. BB, I, I'm... I, I promise to God it was the spiciest one, thing. One teaspoon of cayenne pepper. And a chilli. And one chilli. Yeah, that's that's really spicy. But also you did have rice to like mellow it down. Yeah, yeah whereas Rosie doesn't fucking I eat do. rice. <laughs> she doesn't fucking eat rice. Mentalist. I just have a thing about rice. It's just such, I just don't enjoy rice. I love rice. I don't enjoy, I only enjoy rice when it's like, own, it's like 90% soy sauce. What's your top carb? Top carb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, bread. 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 Always bread. Wh- whatever kind of bread. Like the shittiest bread. Definitely not pasta, right? Like we're not uh, pasta people. I'm not pasta people. I, I used to... <laughs> I'm not pasta people. I used to love pasta when I was growing up, but that's because of the sauce. Yeah. I like sauce. Yeah. So I've realised I just like sauce. Yeah, you're a saucy lady. Do you know Kellis? Kellis? <laughs> what? Who? Kellis. Who? My milkshake brings the <laughs> Kelly's. Yeah. She now with a sauce. <laughs> she has a sauce company. She makes sauces. <laughs> I'm not joking. With Lars. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. That's all. <laughs> they actually have a sauce company. And I really wanted to buy their sauce. <laughs> what would you put it on? They just, they believe in... No rice, in, no pasta. They believe in sauce. they like, sauce is all you need. Okay. And I completely agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just have sauce on anything. I like, I could have, I could live on, like, I could have any food as long as I have ketchup. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I really, I mean, I just think ketchup is too sweet. It's just no, like but I have sugar. the no sugar, no salt version. No, I know. I just don't like, oh, I don't like, I don't like it. Again, like how it. lucky to be living in today's day and age with no sugar, no salt ketchup. I know. We're truly living in a blessed age. <laughs> they didn't have that when we were growing up. Yeah, they didn't. You had to go to an organic shop to find it and had Peter Rabbit on. <laughs> <laughs> As Nature Intended in Ealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they had I a love no salt, as, no sugar for babies. I loved that As Nature Intended yeah. in Ealing. It's probably still there. Oh, it is still there. Oh my God, that's quite depressing. Actually. No, it's like turned into a planet organic now. Oh, that's good. That's mm. at least it's changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. I think anyone who has, like, any shop that stayed there for a long time, I know people are like, oh, that's lovely. It's a, but I'm also like, move on. Move on <laughs> with your life. But also, like, the weird hippies that used to work there. Yeah. And it was like, why, that place didn't need, um, like, uh, conveyor belt you know um no it did not you bought seeds and then you left exactly it was weird it was like everyone's only in there buying one thing yeah why are there that's such a good point why are there conveyor belts that's optimistic thinking isn't it yeah you're not gonna buy your groceries there you're not gonna buy your groceries there because all the vegetables are odd weird shapes you made of money (laughs) 
Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, this has gone a bit off the rails. So anyway, um, we ended up watching. Yeah, so I made Jess eat some nice, lovely dinner that she fully rejected after also, one Also, your mouthful. portion sizes. Like, that, I need about six times that amount of chickpeas yeah, to fill me up. Yeah, but obviously you do if you're not having fucking a bit of rice yeah. and naan. My stomach has the capacity of, like, an entire cow cow's worth of, yeah. of beans yeah. and vegetables yeah. at night yeah it's awful actually yeah i need to eat so much vegetables yeah so you're somebody that eats um uh low what is it called low density High, um it's low- called the abundance diet <laughs> <laughs> the abundance um, diet bb by jillian mckee it is <laughs> the fact that you're still the fact that you're still following Anything that Gillian McKee had involvement with. Where is, is Gillian? Where, where is she now? She should have been on the Wim Hof method. She's just inspecting people's shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but she was ahead of her time. She really was. To be fair, she really, really was. So then we watched the Wim Hof show. So I tried to get BB to watch it. Turns out BB already knows all about Wim Hof. I do. In lockdown, her issue when I discovered um, the Wim Hof breathing technique because a a comedian that he knows said that doing Wim Hof um, twice a day literally changed her life. She went from being manic depressed to um, being the happiest she's ever been. Wow, it's just so simple, isn't it? Breathing. Yeah. So basically, it's it's like an almost euphoric effect because you're the oxygen... Uh, I, I, do you know what? I I'm going to stop know. right there because I don't fucking know. But basically, you breathe fast in and out, in and out, in and out, really strong, and then you hold it. And he... His voice is so soothing and he plays this music and suddenly it feels like you're sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. And... It mm. really does feel like you could hold your breath yeah. for five minutes. Well, that's one of... So th- So he's now got a show on BBC, which... And he is so fucking sexy. Oh, he's so sexy. But do you know his story? No. I'll tell you his story in a second. Um, you hold on. No, I can hold on to my seat here. So um, we've been trying to find shows to watch as a family. So with my mum staying, we haven't been putting the kids to bed at a normal time. My mum's been going up to bed with them a bit later because with... The adjustment of having Becca suddenly bedtime, the routine is just n- not simple anymore. So it's much easier for my mum for us to stay up later and watch something. So we've been trying to watch something other than The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So we've been watching like reality shows. Um, so this one was perfect. We've also been watching Gordon Ramsay's new show, which is basically The Apprentice, Apprentice for Restaurants, which they did also really enjoy. And Is It Cake, which was just brilliant. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so The Wim Hof Method is they get some celebrities that are very carefully picked, for some reason you don't understand, to do tasks in the freezing, freezing cold in the place where there's snow. I don't know what country it is. <laughs> and um, Holly Willoughby is presenting with Lee Mack, who's brilliant. Holly yeah. is in very, very tight skim- skiing wear, which does look brilliant. I mean, Holly, I feel like she's had a BBL. No, Holly, Holly has only got hotter with age. Yeah. But I sometimes I'm like, do we really need to see Hollywood be presenting another show? I know, and, and it would have been quite an intense filming period for her. So I am quite impressed, really, given that she's a mum Whenever of three. I see Hollywood be, I'm like, okay, cool, this is going to be a little bit boring. I just feel like she's no, not she's the right actually, choice. No, I, I completely know what you mean, but she surprised me on the Wim Hof Method. Because I, she has this new, she's trying to, I think, she, she wrote a book on spirituality and homeopathy and like she's definitely got an interest she's definitely interested and they sometimes have to do the challenges so the contestants have to do stuff like submerge themselves in freezing cold water bungee jump into a thing like face their fears yes because they all have some kind of um uh fear of the cold yes and it's and they all it turns out have had some serious shit happen yes some some huge traumatic losses so wim hof started the cold method because his wife, when she was 27, killed herself. <gasps> and they had two daughters. 
And then the daughter is in one of the episodes, in like episode four, and doing another cold experiment with them. And she's lovely, like beaming, lovely. And they, their relationship is lovely. So he he really is lovely with each of the contestant contestants who've, who are traumatized because he was. So he's really trying to prove to them that you can change your life by breathing. Well, I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. Because one of the contestants, I don't know what her name is, but she was talking about in this episode losing her father when she was five. He was shot. And she, he was shot. And she was this beautiful Liverpudlian yeah, girl. Yeah, she's an athlete. She's an athlete, yeah. Um, and she said that she only has this one memory of her father and it's the worst memory ever, and that must be the trauma. But then he did the Wim Hof breathing technique with her and she started to see flashes of him again. Yeah. Um, you his do mouth. block things out, don't you? And trauma. I think that breathing so deeply what's I've been trying to practice a bit more mindfulness recently um I am um and I feel like what is I know don't laugh I so want to make a joke but it's very good that you're trying mindfulness thank you Jess I one day will get there thank you for supporting me on my journey it is a little bit funny sometimes I do feel a little bit silly doing it but what's really good is um I do think that we believe the voice in our head, the one that's like running around with these frenzied thoughts and a lot of the time really, really negative thoughts. We think that that's us, but that's not. That's that's just uh, that's just your thoughts, mm. right? And when you really breathe deeply and you focus on just like the sensations that you can feel, it kind of disconnects you from that voice. You start to sort of see it as what it is, which is something that's really small, that's not what owns you. And it allows you to like connect with the rest of you, mm. which is... Um, probably where all of your memories are stored and stuff like mm. that. So it makes perfect sense that you would be able to unlock stuff. And I just thought it was such a beautiful concept for a show. I was really surprised. Yeah, it's so surprising. But they had to brand it as an action show. Of course. because so otherwise free people, fear. But I really like the fact that they actually, it's much more about sort of a holistic wellness mm. and... The celebrities are really, really well interesting, chosen. Really interesting celebrities like Gabby Roslin. No, no, Gabby, Gabby Logan. Logan. Gabby, Gabby Logan. Logan, whose brother died. Liked. I always I've liked always her. liked her. And she's very, like, A, A type A. Yeah. So she's extremely fit. Yeah. Um, very organised. Everyone makes a joke about how she's so competitive. And then when it gets to, you know, a little bit further on, you see that she's like this because her brother just dropped dead at 15. He was on course to be... A, f- a professional footballer and he just died and, she, and and that changed her life and she and then you can see of course she got into sport of course she's made this l- living out of being this kind of strong yeah. female because she's had to be and then when they did this breathing exercise you saw all of them not even in the they, they were in a cold room but they had a blanket and you just watch it for 10 minutes and you're like well, they're just lying down with a blanket what the fuck can happen this isn't but then they all just one by one, <coughs> one by one started crying and unlocking things. And <coughs> I don't know, it terrifies me. I think they're all at a place in their lives where they're ready to unlock that. We're obviously nowhere near ready, but it is quite exciting to think in the future, you know, you can unlock something and it would be like, a, you know, when you get you get a massage and they unlock a thing and then yeah. you're like, oh, that feels so great. Well, also it's nice to think, because sometimes oh, um, yeah, when... Right oh, sorry, I've got something stuck in my throat. Yeah. <coughs> you're right yeah, yeah no, I just got Phoebe some. just needs a little drink so my, my um, another another um, little thing of my go on wait no sorry I actually did have a really oh, nice yeah, go point on, go back to it thanks um, <coughs> hurry <laughs> <laughs> this has not been our most elegant podcast no no anyway 
I think what's nice is the idea that rather than as time goes by, you become further and further away from um, the person that you lost or the trauma. I like to think that all of the memories that you have, all of the good times are like, they're locked away in a little jewelry box and it's somewhere at the back of your head and it's always going to be there. And at some point you'll be able to open it up again and it's all still going to be yeah, there. Yeah, that's you know? nice. And actually, maybe some people do that instinctively. So I, <coughs> I think I have locked away happy things with Ben. And when it first happened, I chronically wanted to write them all down, but I just couldn't bring myself to because I think I was scared of seeing the page once I'd written those things and a that page not being enough and only having say less things than I thought I had when I set out to write it down and then b the thought of losing that page or someone finding that page like I thought it was safer to keep those memories inside my head but then I was like well what if I start to lose my memories what if I start to you know what if I never remember them and I have got no evidence of them and it's just this proves that they are there. They're locked in and they will stay there safe. And I whenever also whenever I've been learning lines for something, do you do this where you're like, okay, I've learned it. Now I'm not gonna think about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I have to do it, it will just come out. Yeah. And it does. It does, yeah. It's crazy. It's like riding a bike. It's yeah. so weird. So it's quite comforting watching the show because it just reminds me that, that yeah, like you said, it's there. They're they're all there. And then when we want to you know, get them out. We and when can. you're ready. Yeah, when you're ready. And um, I just also think it's really nice to sort of see celebrities and, and it's very humanising. And I like I like watching them all like kind of have a beer together at yeah. the end of the night and stuff. I was really surprised. Yeah. I, I loved it. You should it. go back and watch it. So I guess good. I just haven't been watching like, um, you know, live TV. That's well, it's been changed. On. It's changed so much. So, and I used to be, I think you have to, I'm, I maybe was a bit of a snob about terrestrial TV. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> she had a big night. <coughs> Excuse me. Had I'm a sorry. few fags. Shut up. <laughs> so another um, thing about mummy living here is that uh, now I can't have squash anymore. <laughs> I'm thirty fucking five. Why don't you have squash? Because she sem- sends me these articles about how sweetener is going to kill us all. I would. I want sweetener to be the thing that kills me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, take the thing that you love and, and let it kill you. It's That's only because it's be. we've been trying to wean ten off bottles at night. And so we thought we'd give him water, but before Alfie gets back, we're trying to train, sleep train 10, basically. Um, and water didn't work, but squash did. Mm. So squash was better than formula, and we felt really proud of ourselves. But then my mum started worrying about the amount of squash she was having. And so Googled it, and obviously she listened to late night radio and there was some kind of segment on sweetener and how it's actually the equivalent of eating sugar, which makes me feel sick. No, it's not. It's literally not. She says it's like it spikes your sugar levels. She, I think she's just like worried about everything and she just worried that we were now just making 10 like diabetic. Oh, So that's why. I think we're allowed to eat, we're allowed to drink squash but now that we can't give 10 squash, if 10 sees me drinking squash he starts shouting. So, really? Yeah, so I can't have squash around him. I had to have a secret glass of orange squash in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very, very sweetly, your boyfriend who... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Your little routine yeah, was interrupted. Yeah. So I'm... Um, Horatio's very strict with me. He's like, you know, we we see each other at the weekend and then we work during the week. He's like, fucking pisses me off. <laughs> really fucking pisses me off. I would see him every day if I could. Yeah, but think about how much you would accomplish. I know. I think it's probably because it's like playtime when we're together, right? And playtime! Playtime! <laughs> um, but anyway, so we don't tend to see each other that much during the week. It will be like a special one-off if I see him on a Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. 
It sounds quite fucked up now that you say it out loud, doesn't it? It sounds quite severe. No, no, no. I mean, it's not. Most most weeks I will have, I will, he- we will hang out on one weeknight. If we, like, maybe we'll do, <laughs> no, okay, it's sounding really, really bad. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday together. It's like, it's important for us to, like, have a bit of time Definitely, in the week where yeah, we're not just, just, like. Find yourself, you Yeah, know? exactly. And I, I, I get that. And um, it's, it's worked for us very, very, very well. We tend to see each other, like, once during the week if we, like, go out and do something. But anyway, on the nights that he's not there, I do my whole bedtime routine, you know? Mm. I'm like, I oiled up my hair. I've been doing scalp massages because I'm trying to grow my hair. I'm doing something called the inversion method where you um, flip upside down and you massage your scalp for four minutes. Um, And I got this Moroccan hair oil um, that this lady sold me that I'm almost sure (laughs) it does not work. Um, This is just so funny because I've never, since you gave me the oil from Morocco, I've never seen so many adverts, Moroccan oil from like L'Oreal. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But you can only grow argan oil in Morocco. And I went to an Argonaut factory. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Aww. The lady let me turn the. She let me turn the um, the mill. <laughs> she said, "Do you want to take a photo? Were you turning the mill?" And I said, "No, thank you." Um, but I, I really like Argan oil. I also got this magic clay thing that when you put some water on it, it turns red, and then you can use it as a lip stain. Very Ooh. cool. So anyway, I oiled up my hair, did my scalp massage oiled up my face slugged okay what vaseline, vaseline oh yeah, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. Your face, I do that every night or yeah. any kind of like petroleum or like yeah. any kind of ointment fully naked who doesn't do this who doesn't do this <laughs> fully naked okay brush my teeth okay bb sleeps naked which is the weirdest thing i think uh, that's not weird at all that's, okay i want i want to do a poll no. about who sleeps naked and who sleep doesn't naked. i sleep fully naked <laughs> all the time like i have to it just doesn't make it any... It doesn't work if I'm not fully naked. <laughs> I get too hot in the night. I, get to, I start thrashing around. I just find that so funny. I mean, maybe it's because I co-sleep and it'd be very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I obviously don't sleep naked when the kids are sleeping over. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Thank God, I've never even asked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so lights off, early night, oiled up, okay? Vaseline. I look like a slick newborn baby. And then Horatio calls me in the, in, in the night... Um, past midnight and he says could he stay over and he clearly sounded a little bit drunk um, because he had done a gig nearby and so then I had to decide do I he's going to be here in half an hour do I undo all of this because I'm embarrassed or do I just keep all the lights (laughs) off go to sleep and hope that he doesn't see me so I decided to go for the second approach I kept all the lights off I didn't do anything (laughs) but then he came in he turned on all the lights and he was like hello so I tried to sort of hide how <laughs> gross I looked. But it was sweet. He didn't mind. That's and so then I kind funny. of realized how silly, right? Yeah. Like, they're your, they're your partner. Of course, they're, gonna, they're not going to mind when you're looking all weird mm. and oily and stuff like that. I don't that. like you calling it partner. <laughs> I, just, like, I, can't, I can't do partner. that. No, sorry. I can't. Somebody at school yesterday was like, when's your husband back? Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I either just correct him and say boyfriend, and then I have to kind of, it, it's almost worse that he's gone away for so long. I think Alvi is going to propose to you. So I had to be like, oh, he's, he's back soon. <laughs> Hopefully. I saw, when I saw the, the Travis proposing to Courtney. Oh, yeah, that was nice. No, it was not nice. I I loved that, BB. Oh, my God, the big well, roses. Well, I did find... I know, I liked the roses. But also, as she was walking up to it, how could she not realise that that was about to happen? But she didn't, right? Because did you see, just before um, he went down, she had her, her hands up on up his shirt. She was, like, massaging him. She was clearly, like... She thought that they were alone because she was, like, fondling him. Clearly thought that they were going to fuck or something. 
Oh my god! I know, which is crazy. Like they just clearly have such sexual charisma. They—he seems like the kind of guy that's never cracked a joke in his whole life. He's so sincere. He—he's the type of teenager who would have wrote you like long. long he would have made you a box. He would have made you a box. He mm. would have made you a wooden box. Yeah, and he he's, would have put things in it for and you. He seems like he's the kind of guy who would just be a bit too much all the time, like feed you and. Brush your hair and yeah, he would definitely like, want to brush your, your hair. Spit yeah, 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 clean yeah. you. And oh, and the whole spit scene when they were in the fertility clinic. And oh she yeah, kept on that asking was about, so weird. Can there be spit? Oh my god! I know. <laughs> Why did they keep that in? Because I feel like the producers were wanting to. They they almost wanted the viewer to feel uncomfortable with how yes. much they just want to fuck each other. I do, I do find that strange because we get it. We get that they're having sex like, you know, all the time and yeah. they're very aroused by each other and it's very new and fun and they're the most amazing couple ever that ever lived. But they just knew that that scene would cause a bit of controversy and that's what the show is. It's about, it's about putting in scenes that they know are going to make people talk and yeah. they knew that that was going to cause a reaction. But also in a, in a nicer way, um, maybe it's showing this kind of clinical way of having a baby of um, IVF and it can be... It's probably sometimes seen as not a very romantic thing, and they Whereas were making it. They made it very sexy. Yeah, they did make it very, very sexy. So that's nice. Yeah, I guess. Do you know what? That's actually a very nice take on it, Jesse. Um, well, Alfie's returning in three days. <gasps> it's very exciting. Very exciting. Has he had a good time in Australia? He's not going to know who this baby is, is he? Um, he's had a good time. He's had a good time. I think he's ready to come home, which is quite gratifying, actually. Yeah. I, you know, he's not he's not run away with a woman in Australia. That's great. As far as I know. He could be keeping, you know, he could be pl- dangling me along until Monday when I'm like, are you a Heathrow? <laughs> <laughs> you could turn up, like, and then it'll be like that scene in Love Actually where the British guy comes back with all the American babes, except he's just got loads of Australian girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so it should be, it should be, it's the end of a, you know, the baby's seven weeks. When he comes back, he'll be eight weeks. Like that, they say the first eight weeks are hell of a newborn obviously they're not hell hell they're, they're like a lovely hell a beautiful hell mm. but um hopefully yeah it's a little bit it would be nice I mean I won't be able to watch the Wim Hof method I'll have to go back to watching you know what's that program what's that program <laughs> what's that program the one about the White House <laughs> House of Gods no oh I should get back into that <laughs> what's the other one the original one with that guy who's beautiful, who was in the 80s. Like, West Wing. Yeah. You like West Wing? No, but I feel like he's going to make me watch the West Wing <laughs> So we tried to watch that when Ten was born as a thing of like, okay, we're going to watch something every night together. Let's get into West Wing. And I found it so boring. I tried to watch West Wing. Mm-mm, too dated for me. Um, so I feel Same like- with Mad Men. I couldn't get into Mad Men. Oh, you have to get into Mad Men. Mad Men is beautiful eventually. It's yeah. re- you would love the Mad Men. You would love the Mad Men. Yeah, maybe Oh my I God, should. he is the most attractive man alive. He's actually the most attractive man John alive. John Ham. John Ham. Oh, he's so fucking sexy. And he's got a lovely story as well. He's had a lot of grief in his life. Totally. Yeah. Do you know what's really good? What? Severance. On I Apple just can't, TV. I seem too, like, uh, it's, uh, it, uh, harsh, very harsh. It is, but it's just, it's such a great concept and it's been a while since I was, like, really impressed by a concept and I... I got to admit, I, I I do think that it's it's suffering from the same thing that a lot of American TV shows do, which is that they start with this big bold idea and it hooks you in because it's so crazy, and then it kind of does start to sort yeah. of untether. I do really like the actor though. I think but he's always I been love. In... What's his name? Adam Scott. Exactly. You don't really know, but he's been in everything because he's like the every man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Um, but he's got such a lovely, kind face, and he kind of looks a bit like a Lego man, which I really like. I did love... I, I, I liked the first 20 minutes, but then I thought, is this going to depress me? It is a little bit depressing, but I think it's an interesting take on... Um, you know, human psychology. What would what what would you do? What would people do if they were given the choice to detach mm. from themselves? I yeah. think it's a really interesting concept. Well, and I watched Chivalry. Chivalry with Steve, Steve Coogan Kugan and Sarah Soleimani, um, and I really would like you to watch it just for your opinion. But the first couple of episodes are amazing. I just I. I love Steve Coogan so much. I know, I fancy him so much. He's so attractive. I know. He seems to be ageless. He's so good. He's and he's, so he's such good. a good actor. He's such a good actor. Because in this, he's actually, he's not, he's, his character isn't that funny. There's a lot of really funny lines. Um, it's very, I think it's really oddly edited. That's the only thing that I've never really noticed about a show before. I'm like, why did they cut that scene there? Why mm. did they? But um, he, his acting in this show is really good. Do you know what also? He must work every single day of the year. Yeah. Because I was thinking about the amount of shows he's done. He's now on tour. Like he never stops. I know and he's doing an Alan Partridge live show. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I've been seeing the music. Yeah. Alfie's dad um, is a long time collaborator of um, mm-hmm. Steve so has done music for him for years. Yeah. So I was in an episode of Alan Partridge. I know you were, and and like this, this. I mean, I'm not going to get into your social media thing. We'll talk about it in the next episode. But um, you were so good in that. I know, but I was too embarrassed to watch it. Well, we all watched it anyway. Um, I, I had to go it. because the baby's crying. But you should watch Shiver. It's really good. And I, I think that he is kind of the the genius of our time. Really, I completely mm. agree. Yeah. Okay. That was a nice episode. Thanks, guys. Tune see in. you soon. Tune, tune, in. tune in for our next this episode. This episode which is you gonna... can watch on Patreon if you want to see us. Yeah. We're, I, we're I, not really presentable I, for YouTube. Oh, right my now. God. I, I, I feel like I really I kept on um, rubbing the sweat underneath my armpits a lot, and I completely forgot that we were videotaping this. But look at my skims. Your skims look... Your boobs look sensational, Jessie. Sensational. Thank you. I feel slightly deceived by this skims top. No, because you do I was look promised. really good, too. Bibi's boobs look really good, too. So I mean, if you yeah. want to see her boobs, just if you want to see join, us boobs, on join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cave Sisters. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Oh, bye oh bye. no, really importantly. What? Please, can you book tickets if you want to come and see us on the 25th of May? We're doing a live sunset event, event at Waterstones Piccadilly, which is a really cool place to do something. And it's to celebrate the launch of the paperback, which I know a lot of people who've listened to this podcast have already bought the book. So... Um, that's very kind of you but p- if you want to buy the paperback if you haven't read it and watch us do like a fun Q&A about like the book and about being sisters and we'll probably have a fight or something you know it'll like be like large, largely about grief but but totally oh big time big time but if you want to come please do come thank, thank you for you. listening bye